0: sword
1: welcome everybody the uesp podcast i'm your host pylon and tonight we are celebrating the happy birthday of the elder scrolls it is 25 years young tonight so i think we should all sing happy birthday now to elder
0: scrolls no uh no lost. don't get demonetized <laughs> lost
1: are you muted At yeah, my bad okay i thought you were actually going to go in there and sing and i was going to be really happy that you just jumped in on that alone and then didn't happen so But yes, 25 years of the Elder Scrolls. So we've got a lot of news to go through because Bethesda today has just been hammering out all of the new, not really new content because it's all old content, but all of the news for all the celebrations. That's a better word for Mm -hmm. it there. So let's hop over into our news section. So in our excitement for the anniversary, I forgot to introduce our guests. So with us today, we have playing Morrowind is AKB, and we're going to hopefully he's not going to end it in some crazy fever dream like his, was Oblivion Yes, last week that you were playing that just yes. fell apart by the end?
0: Uh, we'll see what I can do.
1: So for anybody who hasn't been here before, AKB, can you let them know who you are and what
0: you do? I can't. No, I want Lost to. You. you want? Okay, I so...
2: introduce you. <laughs> is, is that the goal? I introduce. I want AKB Lost is? to introduce me, and I'll introduce Lost.
1: Okay, deal. Go for it.
2: All right, AKB does everything related to the social media, except some specific stuff to ESO. He's also a common sites both on the UESP wiki and he's an admin over at our Discord he's also the one behind all of our favorite unanswered lore questions and Did You Know posted on social media.
1: <laughs> and AKB, do you want to introduce Lost in Hyrule?
0: Uh, you know, his guy, he's guy Scott. He's nice to talk to. He likes to play other games besides Elder Scrolls, which is why his name is Lost in Hyrule. And kind of makes him a traitor to the UES <laughs> because... I mean, I started
2: a... out in Zelda, and then I never left Zelda. Hey, you're, you're so I don't... cheating. This is my introduction. All right.
0: <laughs> and he's also a moderator on our Discord, but... Junior eh? moderator. Junior
1: moderator.
0: Junior. Emphasis on junior.
1: Uh, Lost, just to note your screen, your webcam's a little off-center there. I don't know if that's intentional or... Hey, there's your face.
2: No, I think it's just drifting. It's drifting. Yeah, Lost is
1: great. It's... Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. A little bit. A little bit there. Awesome. And I'm Pylon, your host as always. Been here forever now. I think I'm. I'm AKB and I have both been on every episode so far. So, Because he ended yes, up. The one you weren't cannon. going to be on. Uh, we ended up not well, doing the You weren't
2: on the Euro part. episode, were you, Pylon?
1: Oh, no, that's right. The Euro episode. So
0: AKB's is the was. only
1: one that's been on every single episode.
0: Yep. Wow, that's a- a- every canon episode. Yeah,
1: every, every <laughs> canon episode that's non-canon that's out of out of p it's oop can we list it as oop podcast lore so we've got a lot of news to go through so i'm going to kick off first we have an update from bethesda that i think it just came out a little while so we got some breaking news that they have confirmed officially that they, their future titles will still be on steam which is a pretty big deal given how many uh exclusivity and it's something i'm personally shocked about what do you guys think about
0: that it's a big turnover from how the industry yeah. kinda looked like it was about to start going where everyone was going to be locked more and more into exclusives, even though it's entirely artificial since it's literally just art digital stores on the same platform. So well it's nice that Bethesda's at least agreeing to basically maintain two platforms for now. I we really need to see more people agreeing to this. Yeah.
1: I think the big point for me that's surprising is like unless they've got some new sweet deal from Steam that they're feeling pressure from the Epic store, they're willing to give up such a huge chunk of their revenue when honestly they may not even have had to. I think it's it's good for a PR move. Uh, I think that that's the will do pretty much anything for good PR for after the past few months. So that could be part of the decision behind it and why they announced it at this time. But I have nothing to complain about with that lost any thoughts.
2: I mean, they mentioned that they're bringing fallout 76 in addition <laughs> to other things to yeah. steam and that started off as a Bethesda launcher exclusive. And then obviously consoles. So it's an interesting move. Um, I guess the idea of having exclusivity on their own system first and then bringing it to others helps them with sales and they still get the positive PR of bringing it around later. Yeah, I'm as not long really as the either way about being on different stores, though, yeah, I've I'm... got enough space to install multiple.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way on it, but I know people are very, very adamant yeah. about the launcher debate that exists. Um, I don't know for sure, and I wish someone who had been in Legends longer. I believe when I first started playing Legends, it was only available on the Bethesda.net launcher. Is that's that... true. Yes. And now it's on Steam. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh... they've been doing it with everything so far. So they're kind of keeping it up. Except for, is there anything that they have that's other than Fallout 76 that's only available on their launcher?
0: Uh, the Fallout mobile game. What's it called?
2: Fallout Shelter?
0: Yes. And yeah, yeah I think be... that's it for now.
1: Yeah, so that's so. It's interesting. I um, saw a question in chat and wanting to know the number of people that still use the Bethesda.net launcher, and it, that's me I, because I, I still use it because honestly, I didn't realize it, it was available.
0: I honestly, I think it's low because they have done a really bad job of advertising its existence, in my opinion, and they don't exactly have the largest catalog compared to other producers. No. It's mostly older titles, if they really want to go back into their fold of games that they now technically own. And if they wanted to release those for free, yeah, they'd get free, uh, PR points for at doing that, but it's not going to really transfer to just many sales. I feel for their platform.
1: Yeah.
2: Legends. I have the Bethesda net launcher installed with it. Um, Because I figure that if I ever make a purchase while at my computer, I'll want to do it through that rather than Steam. Just because I'd rather they get a larger cut in that one case. I don't do that for any other game. But also whenever I'm getting anything or really playing the game, it's always on my phone. So that's direct anyhow. Uh, Fio mentioned that Fallout Shelter is available on Steam. And Thalmj Thalmj posted
1: first, so got to give the credit there oh he did (laughs) um
2: i did not mean to take that from him (laughs) but yeah
1: so i also didn't know that fallout shelter was on steam um i also didn't know fallout shelter was on pc until this very moment because i've only ever played it on my tablet because it came pre-installed so yeah so that's i guess that's good news there's no real loser in that situation of them continuing to support steam so i'm happy to see that it'll be on multiple platform and they're not doing any exclusivity uh just for the fact that it makes people happy so Besides that we have some UESP news. Um we are almost at 2 million edits on the pages. So AKB can you speak to that where are we at now? How close are we?
0: We're just we're at 1,999,000 basically right now. <laughs> so which we barely missed the celebration, uh well, the 25th anniversary which is sad, but what can you do? We didn't want to cheat to just make it happen, you know? Some of us kind of wanted to, but... <laughs> Some of us wanted to, but Cooler Minds prevailed.
2: A.K.A. Um, the people that control the bots decided it wasn't worth the effort, and in hindsight, I agree with them.
1: I'm wondering, how long after launch of any of the games did UESP... Like, what month did UESP launch
2: in? AKB probably knows closer to the exact date, but my memory of reading the history section is that it was formed before the release of Daggerfall to serve as an FAQ and record some information on it and then transitioned into documenting the game once the game released. Yeah, Lost I learned- is basically
0: correct, yeah. It was... Sometime in, I want to say 95. Um, the thing is, no one bothered recording the date it happened, because it was <laughs> just a few friends messing around. So, we will never know uh, the exact date, because no one remembered.
1: Yeah. Okay, because I was going to say... If sometime it was... in fall. Okay, so, if we came out in the fall, with the... How long do you expect it'll be before they hit 2 million edits?
2: Um... Uh... Next week. time we do a bot Next job, week, really a
1: bot job. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So we got a little bit of other news there. I'm just going to briefly because we mentioned it all last week too. So I'm just another update. Uh, the Bethesda gameplay days are coming again to during PAX. So I believe it's the Friday and Saturday. It's the two days this year. Um, I don't have the dates specifically for the game day gameplay day if i can say that correctly in front of me Um, i'm sure someone in chat will correct us with the actual dates of it Um, but it's outside of pax it's next door at mj o'connor's irish pub i believe um, where they can go in and you can play the games you can try out elsewhere and blades and some of the other games before they're officially released we'll be able to go in there and you do not require a pax convention pass to get in there so that's Awesome. You don't have to worry about that um, as well. There will be some streams. I believe uh, we'll talk more about them later um, in the new section, but I do know at three 30 there is on Friday, the 29th. Gosh, that's this Friday. That's crazy. It's, March has already slipped away from us. Uh, they will be doing an Elder Scrolls 25th anniversary panel with Todd Howard, Matt, someone pronounced his last name. So I don't screwed up. Is Fear it fearer, fire, fearer. Fear? I don't know. I think fear, I say it's closer to
0: Fire. Fire. F I R O R, right?
1: Fire. And others. Um, so make sure you tune into that. It looks like it'll be on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live, and Mixer, which is awesome. And there will be drops during the panel, I believe, on Twitch.
0: The interesting thing with for, for me for this is that I think this is the real first time we're going to hear from God uh, Howard and Pete Heinz since. The major controversies that have hit Bethesda recently.
1: is Do we know that Pete Hine will be there?
0: I believe, yeah, I believe he was on the list.
1: Okay, I didn't see him on the list, so it's possible he will be there, so I'm not sure. Yeah, well, but no, that'll be interesting to hear what people... I guess it is an Elder Scrolls 25th anniversary panel, so I doubt there will be too much mention of Fallout 76 or any of the PR fiasco there, but it is nice to see them getting back out in the public and giving everybody a chance to talk to them and see what's happened. Cause yeah, I haven't heard much from them in the meantime.
0: I mean, it's been radio silence and I'm pretty sure it's obvious why, but I wonder <laughs> if they're going to address it at all.
1: I would doubt it just because it's, they want to keep it focused on the elder scrolls would be my guess. Um, but maybe they might, there might be another, um, panel. I haven't actually looked at any of the other panels to be honest for PAX. So they may be doing a fallout 76, Panel somewhere else? Does anybody... No, I feel like we're like the worst at because we're just focused on all the Elder Scrolls news.
2: I think we're more casual Bethesda fans and hardcore Elder Scrolls fans. So, no, I don't know anything besides the Elder Scrolls stuff. confirmed
1: in the chat that there is going to be a Fallout 76 panel uh, at the game days. This is not going to be part of this panel, I would imagine. Awesome. So I think, uh, AKB, do you want to... Knock off some of the uh, ESO news for tonight?
0: Some of the ESO news, the ESO news is that we finally got to see an Elfik. That's it. <laughs> I don't care about anything else that happens.
1: Yeah, where I, did we get to see that?
0: They had a, uh ESO uh, Elsewhere zone trailer, which is they went like, hey, let's show what's basically going on in Elsewhere. This is a small oversight into the story, but about 20 seconds. Thin. we got to see an Alphic. He's just sitting there wearing uh, leather armor with an eye patch. It just meows. I don't know if it's a guy Alfi or Alfi. No it's just really cute. There's also Senches in the background. They're like, oh, hey, that's crazy. Look, we saw a cinch tiger. We've like, seen plenty of tigers. They're everywhere, But we've never seen an Alphic.
1: Sorry, I think you're cutting... Your mic's cutting out there. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, uh, but yes, getting to see an alfeek in that episode, in that little teaser is awesome. Is is that the first alfeek we've seen in the uh, the
0: first one in game? There was yeah. concept art for one for the beginning of the announcement related to uh, the year of the dragon. But after that, it's just been totally silent. And the other cool well, part of that is the fact that. Most of the other uh, first stocks that's a different kind of breed you of can have because what kind of Khajiit you get is based on uh, the month they're born. Well, the moon
1: the moon that's side... present.
0: The moon yes, present, not yeah. the, the moon's, uh, cycle in the sky when they're born. So, because of that, it's kind of weird that we only see so few Khajiit out in the world but there's 17 different possibilities. Yeah, well it's
1: I imagine if I was an Alphique and I have such small little legs that I wouldn't be out adventuring nearly as much as some of the larger Khajiit.
2: So you would figure that the really big ones who serve as mounts oftentimes might go further afield. But maybe if you're a sench or a senchrot, you're just a home buddy and you love staying home with your family. They
1: <laughs> you just want to Netflix and chill.
2: Yeah, I
0: just I just hope that this is going to force Bethesda to make sure it's actually included in the next games.
2: The uh, the teaser that was shown, whether whether it was today or yesterday, we know it shows off the Alfique, and it's front and center. But at the same time, you see several different fur stocks in the background. Um, AKB mentioned a Sench, which is a humongous cat bigger than real lions. And then they also, it's harder to notice because they still look like humanoid, but there's a, another Kajit who's just sitting cross legged in the background, but he's about as tall sitting down as another Khajiit sitting next to him or standing next to him. So another type of bipedal, very tall Khajiit's going to show up. Yeah. So it seems like they are going to be doing the first doc idea justice, which I'm very happy about.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for Elsewhere. I don't think I've been, even with all of Morrowind's nostalgia, I don't think I've been as hyped up for an ex- like anything in Elder Scrolls Online as much as Elsewhere has been. So I am very excited to see that. Um, The other things we have to note for ESO, we won't keep it too long so that we don't uh, drag out tonight, but Jester's Festival is still running. You have until April 2nd at 10 a.m. to take part to get your event tickets. You can get two for the first Jester Festival event you complete per day. So two tickets per day, so you still have a good chance to finish out any berries or feathers that you haven't. And I believe this is, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, the last chance to get the first Season of berries for the upgraded uh, Indrex. So mm-hmm. get in there or get in your... Uh, I've got most of them so far of the Cadwell's or Caldwell's, uh, uh, style pages. So I've got a bunch of them already, but make sure you go in and get those because they're awesome. I now have a shovel mace, which is my main weapon. And it always will be from now on. <laughs> um, yeah, so make sure you get in there.
0: I, wish they, oh. I wish they had more uh, events not related to just... Witches Festival and Jester's Festival and uh, New Life. I feel like they're really missing out on some of the more shorter. Like, I feel like they should do more short events based on the Tamrielic Day calendar. Instead of just the big
2: ones, having events that are in universe events rather than out of universe. We released a DLC event. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair.
1: Yeah, I, I think what would be nice if they had kind of like. Um... I a World of Warcraft does it. They call them micro-holidays for those little, like, one- or two-day events. And they specifically make it so that there is there are just in-game things that happen. There's no limited time having to... You only get items during this day. You only get, like, event tickets by doing it. Just cause to avoid the, like, um, burnout of having to run all the events all the time and never actually having time to do the game as normal. Uh, for a lot of more casual players, but they make it so it's just there's a fun thing happening that you can go and take part in. If you do, it's cool. If you don't, you don't lose out on anything except for not getting to do that content. So I think that would be a nice way to add more holidays. I think if they added a bunch more and had them like, the only way to get this item is to participate in this one-day festival, I think people would be up in arms.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Lost, do you want to go over the Legends news? It looks like we have a fair amount there
2: so the first half of our notes is basically rehashing what we said last week we talked about the preview to patch 2.8 and now patch 2.8 has actually come out um there were really there are three cards that get refunds for being considered nerfed siege catapults got lower stats enderal mastermind doesn't let you choose what card it just gives you a draw and then they gave a refund on sword of the inferno because creatures can't get their slay effect if they kill themselves which seems fair, just thematically. I think that makes sense. They also added an Atronach as a creature subtype, so all of the creatures that were Atronachs now have that as a specific type listed, and they added Atronach to Fetcher Fly Golem. So now it counts as a random Atronach that could be summoned.
1: Does that make it canonically an Atronach?
2: I mean, it's Legends, and Legends is an official Elder Scrolls product, so it's part of the Elder Scrolls canon now. I love it. But I get in trouble for having that conversation, so we'll, we'll sidestep that for now. The uh, other thing that happens today because of the 25th anniversary is that they've got a special, well, two different things that are specials available in the store. One for 10 gold, which is an absolute steal. You get three packs, one from each of the sets, and you also get a rather pretty card back with the number 25 on it. Celebrating the 25th anniversary. So I recommend grabbing that one. They also have another set which gives you, for I think $20 or 25 it gives you a bunch of card packs. And so if you're looking to drop a little more money, go ahead and get that too. Because it's still a very good value, just you have to put down some cash. And then the last thing, they've started putting out some teasers on their Twitter. They're sharing some images about what is upcoming. And they're also sharing little encoded messages Um, not encoded like a true arg but they've got messages where some of the letters are blanked out and they didn't make it super hard but we've identified that these correspond to imperial recall orders from elder scrolls online and we can see in the image that's currently up that there's a map that Easily is identified as being the east side of the Imperial City and then yeah. the coast just off of that around the Nibbin Bay. And so the suggestion that's pretty obvious is that this has to do with the Alliance War. The Three Banners War that's been going on ESO. They're teasing cards in relation to that.
1: Yeah, they didn't and, really try too hard in masking it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> It's pretty obvious. Like, I, I think they're uh, okay with it. They're not playing
0: knowing. coy. No, <laughs> I think they're aware that people are going to figure it out regardless. But... I don't know. I mean, is it really worth just going, like, let's not even bother with, like, an alternate reality thing, even though people are going to figure it out on, like, the first day?
1: Yeah. I like that. I like those kind of, like, those coy teasers where they're like, you know that we know that you know that what this is. So let's just pretend that you don't and just make some hilarious jokes about it. Um, I think yeah. it would be funny for the one if they actually, like, just zoomed in on a section of this and just it was like the the typical elder scrolls beige background and they're like here's your spoiler and it's just like a very generic piece of the background no one would have any idea what it was but
2: in the second picture that they shared today they have what looks like the deck sitting on the side of the table but the mat that it's sitting on top of seems unique it seems different so i think they're suggesting that they're going to have a new background that go with the standard one and the Shivering Isles one that they have, they're going to put one in for this Alliance War, it seems like, which is also pretty cool. Yeah. And then the other thing, which I don't know if you have the ability to show it or not, but they released a small gif of an animation related to a skull with these weird black tendrils that are pulsating and crawling around on it, sort of. And we've got no idea what it's for, but it definitely seems to relate to necromancy and it's gross.
1: Yep. And there's no, going to be
2: some card that makes it happen.
1: I was not able to get it to work in the podcast because Twitter sure. is evil and they hide their in, their GIF embeds in code somewhere. And I wasn't able to grab it in time before we started the show. So, so imagine no a skull with goopy things slithering inside of it. Now, so go here. check out Quick the
0: official Spark interruption. Twitter to see him. Uh, do we or do we fray the slaves or not?
1: Oh, you have to.
0: What does what uh, Twitch chat
1: want? Are we freeing the slaves, Twitch? I don't I'll know. They the might be delayed. We might up. not. They might not know what we're... Yeah, now we're just wasting time. When you could be saving slaves.
2: Or we could kill them. Yeah, okay. save the slaves. They're saying yes. One person said yes.
1: <laughs> One person agreed with me. That's all that matters.
2: There. We
1: got two now. Okay, cool. Um... However, I think that's all that we have tonight for news content. We're going to talk a little bit more about the anniversary stuff in just a few minutes here when we get to the topic for the night. So I'm going to skip over to our scholarly Pursuits.
0: Great tips. <laughs> I
1: hope you guys enjoy our new loading screen tips. Uh, should be able to learn more about the game that you're playing while you wait now for we us need to, to load.
2: Have a statue of Alduin that we're slowly zooming in or out on. Ooh, we'll work call. on that on later.
1: <laughs> Theo just starts crying at her desk, being like, "I don't want to have to make that." We'll make
0: it so it has uh, that Twitch interactive thing too. So, like in actual uh, Skyrim, you can just move it around and stuff. Have some uh, user options.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, Lost, do you want to kick us off with what you've been up to this week in Elder Scrolls activities?
2: Sure. So, I've done a little bit of stuff on the wiki that's not related to pinball. Um, I, made a, I went through the classes from Elder Scrolls Arena and then compiled them into a table to make comparisons a little easier instead of the list we previously had. So, hopefully somebody who might start playing Arena after the live stream that happened today might be able to benefit from that and then just today completely on a whim i reordered the sent or the first stock chart because the ordering of the moons didn't make sense so i made it be in chronological order you know the way the moon actually advances instead of in reverse order just cuz <laughs> but most of all i've been playing pinball because I'm sort of on a tear I'm actually getting decent at it and I'm finding lots of stuff that I need to find like I'm checking stuff off my checklist I have found all the potions all of the jewelry I've got every single spell up through adept tier which means expert is the only tier of spells I have left to find I've gotten all equipment of iron steel orcish and elven and I only have a few weapons left for glass. And then dragon is the last stuff I have to compose. Dragon bone and dragon scale equipment. So I'm getting very close to getting all my lists done. Then I have to go back and document all of the quests. It'll be fine.
1: It'll be fine. It'll be done in no time.
0: I am surprised by the depth of the freaking pinball game. Yeah.
1: pinball's is always I, um... one of those games too for me. That I, like, I think about it on a very... Um shallow level that i'm like you try to hit the ball into the with the paddles and get a high score and that's usually what it is and then when you actually hear people talk about pinball and there's all these like crazy strategies where they have to like make sure you get into this hole and then follow it and hit this one and this one and if you do you unlock a secret level that gets you like twenty thousand times the bonus points and then you do this and this and you have to shake the table at a certain time and then once you do that if you get in the right spot like pinball people that are good at pinball amaze me (laughs) yep
0: The yep. other part of that is that, like, when it first came out, uh, the people who made it, I can't remember their name right now, but they were the coolest people ever. They were super open to feedback. They gave us a bunch of uh, their internal documentation and said, here, if you guys want to host all of this so it's
2: available, just have all of it. I'm like, thanks. Right. I got in contact with the people at Zen, uh, I guess Zen Studios who make Zen Pinball and all the varieties there. And they gave me permission to use their produced guide as a reference. They let me contact the guy who's their pinball wizard. His job is to play the pinball tables and be able to beat them and then put videos on YouTube showing how to do it. They told me inside inter, internal statistics that you can't really see any other way, and they answered a bunch of my questions. So they were really helpful.
0: They, They're probably... Um, nicest small developer we have ever that I'm aware of they've just been entirely helpful and cool people and they seem super passionate about what they do and it's making pinball games It's That's yes. awesome
2: and you were mentioning before Pylon about the actual skill level in pinball being pretty high and the things you can do is really neat I might have said this last time or maybe I just said it on discord but I feel like the coolest person when the ball is going underneath the paddle, like it's going down the out lane to yeah. drain and I'm going to lose, you hold up the paddle that it's going to be passing, you bump the table and it flies out of the out lane onto <laughs> the opposite paddle and you keep playing. That is the coolest feeling. So and I can do that at least 70% of the time, which is really fun.
1: That's so funny. That's something I will never be
2: doing. At some point... I don't know if i will be able to talk effectively while playing, but I would love to show off Skyrim Pinball for people. Yeah,
1: we'll definitely get you on the stream to do that.
2: It today. is... Yeah.
0: yeah. It's not It's not very easy to talk while playing. <laughs> no,
1: you know, it's, it's very... Like, you have to focus, so...
2: So that's it for my pursuits this week.
1: AKB, what have you been pursuing?
2: I have been just working
0: on stuff related to the... Uh, 25th anniversary, and I know it's the actual topic, but I want to just say right now, of course the website crashed. Bethesda's website had to crash today. What, the day that they go like, okay, Marlowe went to Street to everyone. Go. You got a day it crashed. So
1: I now think I that have... that's actually just like a good idea for if you wanted to do like server load tests, but didn't want to actually spoil what you're doing, just tell people that the website has something for free and there's your load test right there. Just be like, okay, let's see how many concurrent users we can get on this while everybody just tries to get the free stuff. They may not want to care about playing the game or anything like that. Just tell them something's free if they go click it and congrats. You've beta tested our website for us.
0: Yep. Besides that, it's just mostly the usual stuff, writing stuff, getting other stuff ready. It's I'm the least interesting person week to week because, like, you guys go like, oh, you know, I uh contacted these developers. So I held this uh, unique interview, and I traveled to England, and I fell in love with a spy, and I'm going to, like, play Elder Scrolls games a little bit.
1: I can confirm I did not travel to England and did not fall in love with any spies. And that's all I'm saying on that matter.
2: No comment. (laughs)
1: Um, other, yeah, I also had a fairly uneventful week so far. Um, good news though, is the podcast. Uh, we had it submitted, almost two weeks ago now for review. It is now out on Spotify, Google. Actually, let me pull up the full list of where we can see it now. You can listen to it on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So we are just waiting on Apple Podcasts, really, to finally step in and uh, give us the good old approval there. And then we'll be promoting that like crazy.
0: It's always Apple that's holding us it's up. It's always almost
1: However, as soon as it is released on Apple, make sure you go in and give us a five-star review because that's all that matters. And if you give us a four-star review, I will be very sad because that's basically telling Apple that the podcast is garbage and I never want to listen to it because that's how their rating system works. One through four is this is garbage. Don't promote this. Five means "Eh, it's okay. So make sure once that's up there, I'll be pimping that at the end of the show endlessly. Um, the other one for those watching Twitch chat are going to notice here in a second, our lemon turtle emote has been approved by Twitch. So now any of the subscribers to our Twitch channel, if you subscribe to the tier one or the free, so if you use your Amazon prime, you can use the lemon turtle emote anywhere across Twitch and in discord. So if you don't have nitro, that's a great way to get extra, uh, emotes in other servers. Um, we did this in honor of the new ESO lore master, Layman Tuttle. Layman, I think we did decide on it being Layman. Somebody should ask, it, me. it's
0: pronounced Lemon Turtle.
1: It's Lemon Turtle, is how you actually pronounce his name. So, we uh, have a Lemon Turtle that you can spam across Twitch now, which I know I will be using during all of the pack streams. Uh, anytime they have a discussion, so make sure you get in there, subscribe so that you can use that for if fun.
0: I may interject, like era the Twitch streaming whole site of uh, UESB is fairly young. The only person here who is super experienced is Bylon. So we're slowly starting to get more cool stuff related to it done, starting to get more organized and regular streams going. But, like, this guy's stuff, as, uh, as it comes in, you know, if you have any feedback, uh, we are extremely curious. About it. Uh, we'll take whatever... Uh, you guys have. Yeah,
1: unless it's making you fun really of Lost. See. Don't make fun it's of Lost. Yes.
0: Yeah. Also, no feedback I that you like.
1: Oh, I th- we're losing AKB there. You're kind of cutting out. I don't know what just happened there. One second. <laughs> oh, the in game audio turned up? It, it,
0: the in game audio, I think, is muting me.
1: Yeah, it's possible.
0: Hello? Can you hear yes, me now? we can hear you. So, Good. the sound balancer on my computer, uh, the lightning that doesn't actually exist in Morrowind... Oh, I saw it. I did not know there was actually lightning in this game.
1: Today we learned. That'll be the next Did You Know? There's actually lightning in Morrowind.
0: But it's not an actual lightning strike, so... It's kind of harsh. Let me just post on uh, social media a, a plain white picture and go like, Hey guys, you know there's lightning in
1: <laughs> um other than that for me uh as soon as we finish this episode i will be getting my final two berries uh for my indrick to evolve and then i'm gonna i'm holding off on evolving it because i haven't decided if i want to actually commit to the evolve and then if the other berries are way better than the current berries Doing the grind again to get another Indric mount and then another set of berries. So I'm holding off for now until I see what the next set is and then I'm going to actually apply them. Um, unless somebody tells me that that's super wrong. Um, I realized I'm an idiot and I was, I thought I'm going to go through and do all the Cadwell, uh, Cadwell's gold quests and that'll be awesome. And then I went to no, Strauss, Mackay, and Betnick. And then according to the um, <laughs> the guide, those aren't actually included in Cadwell's Gold. So I didn't need to do them. So I completed those zones for absolutely nothing because I'm dumb. Um, but while I was doing that, I also noted something. And this is a full Elder Scrolls annoyance of mine. The main island of the Somerset Isles is Somerset. Yeah. Why would you do that?
0: <laughs> that just makes it for so. Con- no,
1: so Somerset Isle—the main Isle of Somerset Isles—is Somerset, or sometimes called Somerset Isle. Yes. Why make it a plural? Why make it the grouping? And I that's mean, like if it, we named every province in Canada, Canada.
0: Why? Why is there a uh, no, just one or just one of them? Is, why one of them. Why is the singular for? daedra daedroth but there's also a specific breed of daedra called daedroth but their plural is daedrling
1: yeah i was i just i was reading that and i was like it was like the tooltip popped up saying like oradon is the second largest of the somerset isles i'm like why would you call them the somerset isles that contain the somerset isle in the you know grand scheme of somerset right?
2: it, he's going oh my gosh Go it gets it. worse because when the Thalmor take over in the fourth era, they renamed their nation to Eleanor. To Alinor.
1: So now you have Eleanor City and Eleanor.
2: But yeah. they also renamed. But they also made it
0: so the most common name for the large island is Eleanor again. True. Yeah. So, so it's Eleanor, Eleanor, Alanor. on
2: the island of Eleanor in the nation of Eleanor. I
0: yeah. mean, even in this game, you can meet Dagother, who you can find in a facility called Dagother on a mountain called Dagother.
1: Yeah, it's just, no, it's it's confusing. Someone needs to f- tell them to rename things properly and not just use the same name over and over again. Also, your hand looks really small holding that dagger, but your cloak or your jacket's really big.
0: It's uh, five sizes up. I got off of a dead wood wood. Actually, yeah, this I got this from a wood elf. Why is it so big on me?
1: Yeah, interesting. Well, I'm going to move us over so we can start talking about uh, our topic for the night. Interesting tool tips we've got there. So... Happy birthday to the Elder Scrolls. I realized Ooh. I just had that written in Lost's color, so he may have thought that was for him, but that is clearly because of a <laughs> cut and paste error. So, Bethesda announced on Twitter today that today is the 25th anniversary of the Elder Scrolls. Um, they celebrated by giving us well, a. F-
0: they, an- they did announce it, but after we did. <laughs>
1: I think everybody knew there was no spoiling going on here. I was like, hey guys, tomorrow's Tuesday. Uh,
0: but here's the thing, like not only did we beat them on uh the actual announcing it for the day, we also beat them on announcing that morrow industry. Did we? Yes, I was uh seventeen minutes ahead of them. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Yeah, so one of the big things that they did today is they released Morrowind, which is why you can see AKB playing it, since now he owns it for free, because he clearly never owned it on eight different other game stores before. I can't remember the number of times I've bought Morrowind now.
0: I, I just want to say, I'm actually having a really good time playing this. This is, pri- like, this is the most fun I've had playing an Elder Scrolls game in a very long time, like, <laughs> It's just because I'm actually playing it the way it's meant to for once. Yeah, like not trying to break trying... it. Well, I have already broken it today, but <laughs> it didn't... No, you guys didn't see this, but in the pre-show, I managed to crash the game by opening the console while on the main menu, which I don't know how I did it, but it made the whole game unplayable.
1: Yeah. So they announced that they're giving out Morrowind today, only for today, and then they broke hey. the website. And they extended it. Now I believe it's until the end of the weekend. Um, is that correct? I didn't. I saw the tweet saying they extended it, but I didn't see the actual. I think it said throughout the weekend.
0: Yes, it said uh, the giveaway is through the weekend, which I'm going to assume means until the end of Sunday. But they kind of left it in the air, so it's good through the week for sure. So you have that at least.
1: Yeah. So they've extended it a little bit. And then, uh, AKB, do you want to give us a little rundown of some of the other stuff they're giving us for, not for free necessarily, but for the anniversary?
0: Wow. That's, it's mostly streams to be honest. And
1: yeah, it's mostly stream stuff, but there, there is a few little
0: tidbits. the, The big one is ESO, uh, yeah, so its prequel quest prequel quest to elsewhere is now out so you can be doing that getting ready for elsewhere whenever they finally get around to actually releasing it i don't know the release date off the top of my head if it, we may do have 25th. one mm,
1: did i pull probably... that out of my butt or is that the actual one i think that's the actual one may 26th so, may 26th on pc june
0: 5th two months from now yes uh, beyond that, Legends has this whole thing that, uh, Lost went through, and it also has a full franchise being on sale. I don't know where, but if you go to some back alley flea market dealer, make sure to let them know about that. He'll hook you up.
1: Yeah, we were trying to look at the, um, trying to figure out before the show what retailers had. It wasn't on, even and we couldn't figure it it out, on their own so. website. <laughs> so if it's you on yeah. their
0: own store, if anywhere.
1: Yeah, I think it's on their own store, and then if you want to find it somewhere else, make sure you go through it. Um, the other things that we noted is that Skyrim Special Edition is getting the free Nordic jewelry from the Creation Club today. Um, and then there's also a pack that you can download um, from the Creation that you can buy. I believe it is $2,500. Mm-hmm. Is that what it said? I don't actually have it written down, but I remember seeing it earlier today. It's twenty five hundred. It has a number of creations in it, so seems like a pretty good deal. If that's if those are some that you don't have already, I actually haven't bought any of the creations for Skyrim since I haven't played it in ages. So that might be a good way to get me to play it. Um, the other thing we uh, noted, I think somebody posted it in Discord. I didn't see who. Um, that this year is funny because in the tenth anniversary, they made Arena free. 15th anniversary, they gave Daggerfall free. Um, 20th anniversary, they wrote a retro. And then this year, they did Morrowind free. So it's like, what's coming in five years from now? What game? Likely Oblivion, would make sense. But maybe there'll be um, Oblivion for PSP finally gets released. Ooh. That'd be my... That's what I'm voting for. Um, yeah, the other thing, too, is like, there's a lot of streams uh, throughout the weekend. I think as PAX is this weekend, unless I'm mistaken. Well,
2: the, the gameplay days are coming up at the end, which is right next to PAX, so yes. Yeah,
1: so PAX is coming up, so there'll be a lot of streams, a lot of Elder Scrolls content. Um, they'll be doing some of the... Wes Johnson on Wednesday is going to do a stream takeover, so that should be fantastic.
2: Yeah. Look. Today, at a, this or this afternoon, to kick it all off, they had two people go through and play some arena. They had a one person who set up the character so they didn't have to go through the Imperial Sewers. Which I think is somewhat of a fair choice To show people that And I just watched a little bit of it But they wandered around and started talking to people And the very first person they spoke to Introduced themselves as a thief And were thinking about robbing that Breton there And they were a Breton So that person was very forward about their intentions But they luckily did not get robbed But it was cool for them to show off Say again? It's called a mugging They're getting mugged But by a very polite individual about it (laughs) Fio mentions that they failed to make it outside of Wayrest so they spent the entire time showing off arena just inside the city which shows you some of the stuff that you don't have now like a really big city with tons of people that all have names but none of them really have schedules because they're randomly generated it gives you the sense of this really big place that you're lost in, but they so, probably should have shown off a dungeon. That would have been good. Yeah.
0: I, I forgot about Rolly. Rolly seems about to speak, but then thinks better of it. It's just this cute little Guar, little Pac Guar.
2: Really is Rolly the name? So yeah, his name's Rolly. When you're in Balfoyan and ESO, there's some Guar with cute names, and I can't remember if Rolly is one of them or not.
0: I, th- I it think just he did bring Rolly back, but obviously just one named after Rolly.
2: Yeah, we I mean, roll yeah. like the
1: twentieth.
0: Yeah. Actually, how the long did War
1: live? Definitely not that long. It can't be that long, but I don't know.
0: Unanswered lore question.
1: Unanswered lore question. There we go. Um, and Thursday, the ESO the free play free play week on all platforms begins. Um, so that'll be awesome. If you haven't played ESO before or haven't bought it, that's a great opportunity to get in there and get a chance. Uh, Especially because the Elsewhere Prologue Quest will be available for anybody doing that. So you don't have to worry about not being able to do everything. There's tons of main game content. You won't be able to play any of the DLCs, but if you're playing for free, you can't really. Beggars can't be too much of choosers there. Um, other than that, as we've talked about, there'll be a bunch of PAX events this weekend, so make sure you tune into those. If you have a chance, it'll be a great opportunity, and I believe there'll be Twitch drops, so go in there and get your free loot. Um, I think they're giving away, I think I saw, it's a pet or a mount in Elder Scrolls Online, I haven't seen for sure, so it'll be good. I can So, get it.
0: for me, this is kind of Bethesda's main studio coming back out of the cold, because like... Zenimax and their other studios have been doing their own thing, but ever since Fallout 76, it has been pretty much uh, wagons around the party silent treatment yeah. out of them. I I wonder if they're going like people are over it by now, or if they're, with the Fallout 76 stream, basically going to go like we honestly screwed this up. And with uh, E3 coming up, I feel like they either have to address this now Or at a big press show where they don't necessarily want to?
1: I imagine there'll be a bit of a Maya Culpa from uh, Bethesda with Fallout 76. Like, they can't just pretend that everything was perfect and everybody loved it. But I don't know how in-depth they're going to go on it. I can't really imagine them digging down and being like yeah we screwed up this game sucks like i think they'll be like it was a rocky launch we're sorry for all of these missteps we've taken note of them we've learned from them we're gonna make sure nothing happens and here's how we're making fallout 76 better roadmap that would be my guess of what their plan would be from a pr perspective on that but
2: they did sort of do the roadmap they just probably want to go into more detail yeah
1: yeah, they'll go through the roadmap and say, this is what sure. this is, this is what this is. And that's probably what they would be likely to do for a panel on that. Um, other than that, I think we've got some sales in the Bethesda store on titles and add-ons. I'm not sure what they mean by add-ons in that note there. I think I just caught The expansions right for
2: ESO, for oh, instance. Oh, gotcha.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, add-ons. Um, as well as, I believe, on... Where was it? I saw something else. They're streaming Morrowind on Thursday as well. So if you want to watch people play Morrowind. Basically what we're doing on stream right now. So if you want to rehash maybe they of us. The maybe they'll make it. A, or they'll I get to the do worse than now. us. Look,
0: we're already at Big Vic City. Sorry, what? We're already at the Vic City.
1: I thought you said Vivek or Vivek, eck And I'm like, I've never heard yeah. it pronounced that way.
0: Vivek. The Vec. Uh, vec. The Big V. The Big V. However you want to see it. Big V used to be a drugstore.
1: I don't know if that was in America too, but Big V Uh, was now Shoppers Drug Mart, I believe. So I just wanted to, before we kind of wrapped it up tonight, kind of go through some of the, just the questions that anniversaries tend to bring up. Um, So kind of, I'll ask Loss first to kind of hypothesize on what he thinks, but what do you think, elder scrolls like the whole series will look like in five years broad question
2: go well all of the current stuff will basically look the same i don't think they're going to have any new expansions tomorrow and probably so you don't
1: think they so actually that's a valid point because there's a very common trend in the industry right now to do remasters you don't think in the next five years they're going to start remastering some of the old games
2: i I mean, mean it's possible but i actually think it's unlikely Given the way they've treated Skyrim, which has had just a lot of putting new stuff out there, updating graphics, and then Creation Club, um, it is possible, but I'm betting that instead we're going to be focused on Elder Scrolls Six. I think it'll be out by then. We might even be going into an expansion by that point. I want
0: to disagree with Lost, not Mm -hmm. just because I dislike him, which you might have gotten that impression (laughs) from (laughs) my intro for him, but... uh... The thing is that they have that Canadian studio, which Montreal. I'm going to guess Pylon knows which city it's in on top of. These. Montreal, thank you. I'm <laughs> yep. Uh And from what we've been told, basically, that's their whole thing. Basically, supporting their older titles. I don't think they're actually working on any new stuff. It's just, hey, go remake uh, Skyrim. And they did do that. They were the studio who remastered Skyrim. From, so
2: shadow Key's next, right?
0: Uh, shadow key is dead, dead. Um, like, okay. Pete Hines even has basically gone. Cal- he calmed on one to basically when like, I'm surprised you guys still know that existed because I didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. That's kind of a fun thought to think about. And then, so skipping over to like the next question too is, do you think ESO will still be running in five years? No, we've got yes. more disagreement.
0: Yeah, I do not think ESO will still be running in five years because that's 2024 come on, it's came out that it, would be a past its tenth anniversary. If they were going to shut it down, that would be about the window they would because uh, from the way they've described it basically, they base the game off of 10 year. Windows of development. Well, five year windows of development. Uh, this is loosely remembered. I'm not looking it up, obviously, because I'm actively playing Morrowind, but I believe uh, it was either Matt Fear or Slash Lurk who went, like, yeah, we plotted out the first five years at this big meeting, and we just had the next big meeting uh, a few months ago. So they have a roadmap until. Basically, 2023. So, I think at the towards the end of that roadmap, they will be talking about actually shutting it down. Because I can't imagine them wanting to support the ESO servers forever.
2: I get the impression that they'd try to keep them running for a long time. I definitely would agree that by that point in time, development would be probably winding down. There probably aren't any major expansions on the horizon by that point, but because they're not as beholden to, they're not, they're not a subsidiary of some higher developer or a higher company that can say, you know what, your profits dipped a little; it's time to completely pull the plug, like NCSoft. <laughs> I figure that they'd probably keep it running; they'd find a way to put it into maintenance mode and then just let it subsist.
0: I want to prefer for that to be its fate if it's not completely made into a single-player experience, which is what I greatly desire, because <laughs> it has a lot of potential as a game where you're not playing it with other people still. but it's like we had a conversation about that kind of thing once. <laughs> I know, but my, my point here is that I just... I would. I hope that part of their five-year plan is preserving it, because okay, yes. my follower is gone.
1: I I think it'll still, on my, I have kind of two scenarios that I can see happening here. Um, like, I looked at World of Warcraft, and it's, what, 15, it's almost 15 years old now. And it's still running and it's still, it's got its problems, but it's still running. The developer is still making money on it. And that's probably the biggest thing. As long as the game's still profitable to some sense, it's going to keep running until it's no longer profitable for them to do so. I could see one of two scenarios coming out though. It's a change to the way that they do content so that it is more like less DLC heavy, more just one big expansion per year. That's it really no smaller DLCs they do one bigger expansion slightly and then kind of start toning it down too the other option would be Elder Scrolls Online 2 where there's a time jump making the players go to a different time in Elder Scrolls history that we know about Uh, potentially kind of like the Tiber Tiber Septim eras a little bit longer after that maybe those kind of stories that they could tell Um, and you can do that in a second ESO so ESO 2 for that, and then that might be a... That might finally give them that chance to relaunch ESO that they never really got because it's still... Yeah. Still to this day, I hear people talk about how, oh, yeah, I remember checking out ESO on launch and it was terrible. And it's, they still, they've still they never gotten past, I think, for a lot of people, that original impression that they made. So I could see them, one thing starts winding down a little bit on Elder Scrolls Online, given if ZeniMax's other... MMO that they're working on doesn't pull off a huge success and that becomes their sole focus, I can see them really moving to an Elder Scrolls 2.
0: I actually basically completely agree with that. And that's it actually sounds very likely.
1: So then the final question I have here, I'm just going to skip, is uh, for what we think in the future is, do you think Elder Scrolls 6 will be out within five years?
2: Probably. AKB? I don't think they're gonna wanna wait that long.
1: AKB has no opinion.
0: I I'm I'm confused because my quest is to take this guy to Agrippa Herenia. <laughs> We're right? gonna have to
1: cut off AKB from playing games. He can't focus. You gotta learn how no, to multitask. No.
0: Look, my quest is to take him to Agrippa Herenia. She's right there. Nailed it. Mission accomplished. This... Well, how do I fix this?
1: Reload. <laughs> or leave the room and come back, maybe? I don't know what to do. Console command. That's how you do it. Uh, that worked. <laughs> always trust me. I'm always right. That's what we learned today. Why did that work? <laughs> I've played games before. That's how I know. Um, I also think it will be out within five years. That puts us
0: Oh uh Hells Scroll Six. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I I wanna still say twenty twenty one's not unlikely. Twenty twenty two is if we don't at least have like um official actual in engine trailer by twenty twenty two, I will be very shocked at whatever is going on with Bethesda.
1: Yeah, 2022 would be a would be a late release, I think, personally, but unless it's been teased heavily before that. So I think if they're like, this is what we know, blah, 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 getting ready for it and they're just like, they artificially delay it to 2022, I could see that. But if it's like a, hey, deadline is 2022, I think that would be slightly
0: less likely. I mean, Part of it, the reason for this is Bethesda is a pri- is privately owned still, so they seem to get more leeway with what they want to do with their time, and it. I appreciate that they aren't beholden to uh, public stock, and uh, as a public company, they aren't just forced to pump out the next game over and over, but... This wait is getting pretty long and they are going to eventually have to have another big blockbuster, especially since their last game was a critically panned, to say the least. <laughs> it's a very polite way of saying it there.
1: So the final thought I want to leave us with before we close off tonight is kind of just more of a introspective question, but what do you guys think has made the elder scrolls such a long lasting franchise like a lot of other titles have come up that have been fantastic and they just don't have quite the same staying power so lost will look to you first while we let akb finish off some of his quests
2: before you clarified i was going to say well it's because the first game came out 25 years ago and they kept making games
1: <laughs> but how did they get to keep making games
2: well part of it's a little bit what AKP just mentioned that they're privately owned and so they were allowed to take some risks and some of those risks paid off and then they went from a niche game starting with Arena and still probably being niche up into Morrowind but Morrowind becoming more mainstream and then finally you're at Skyrim now where Skyrim is well recognized everywhere and they can afford to keep putting it on new things because it keeps selling like hotcakes even eight years after the fact. So they just made games that are decent. Now, I know that if we start going into the details, we see things where there's bugs and there's sometimes unrealized potential. But the biggest I'm thing a is
1: that... game? No.
2: They made worlds that are fun to be in. And sure, a lot of people rely on mods to bring out more of the potential to fix the things they don't like. But on the whole, there are just worlds that people like spending time in. But I will point out, not as many games or as many years as Zelda.
1: i <laughs> just going to get the dig in there. It's like, this is my first choice. Um, AKB, I'll look to you as soon as you finish dying to your ordinator. Oh, there
0: it is. So it, a lot of it is the fact that it is privately owned because back in, uh, the arena days, like I posted about earlier Ted Peterson mentioned the fact that, yeah, when we released Arena, we thought we killed our company. We only sold 3,000 units in our first month. 3,000. People, for a public company these days, if a game doesn't sell, like, 2 million copies, they go, like, this franchise is no longer sustainable, we're done with it. They had 3,000 copies, and they managed to hold out because... They weren't beholden to anyone else besides themselves. And then from Daggerfall, they became slightly more successful doing their own stuff. They didn't have to keep branching out and releasing things for other companies like Terminator or Gridiron or the Star Trek games that they made. And that bit of success kind of died with Redguard. Red which is in our top left right now. That's in- Frustrating. Redguard killed. <laughs> Redguard almost killed Bethesda as badly as Arena did. Uh, but after Redguard, they had Morrowind, which was their big shock to win back the crowd, and it worked. Everyone really, really loved Morrowind. And then, did they do anything between Morrowind and Oblivion?
2: Shoot, travels. They That's didn't do been. those.
1: Bethesda didn't do those, did they?
0: The true.
2: They published
0: them. Yeah. Uh, but then they moved on to Oblivion, and Oblivion, again, One more people over. Then they had Fallout 3, and yes, there's a lot of Fallout fans who dislike it, but that's true for every game anyone has ever made. Uh, you, there's a giant number of people who have played it, a ton, who like, no, I hate everything about this game. So... Oblivion did well, Fallout 3 did well, Skyrim was a...
1: Just a gangbuster.
0: Yeah, it was uh, the top of the charts for a lot of platforms for years. It wasn't pinnacle, but it was usually in like the top 10, top 20. And I think even now it's still only died off of the Steam list because it's now split between Skyrim Special Edition and normal Skyrim. Yeah. But then they had Fallout 4, which again was a success, so they only really had a major stumbling block for their recent history with Fallout 76, so they can come back and they can keep that magic alive of, we're making these great, large-scale worlds that were made by artists who actually cared about it and were less controlled by Deadlines and the company line. And that's what Tess is. That, that's why it's been so magical because people have gotten to experiment with it and do these crazy projects.
1: I agree completely. And I think that's a good place to end it on that kind of cheery, happy note tonight. Um, since I know the answer to all these questions, make sure you can find Lost and AKB. If you want to talk more with them, you can ping them on discord.gg UESP. Uh, that's probably the best place to find them, or you can find them editing the wiki. Uh, myself, Pylon, you can find me on any social media, just search for Pylon, and if I'm not there, tell me so that I can sign up for it. Make sure you give the webs- uh, the whole website a follow on Twitter, at UESP net. I almost said .net on there, that, that would have been terrible. you also notice I haven't screwed up saying UESP in a very long time, so I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for that one Um, search for us on Facebook as well just search for uesp.net and I'm sure you'll find it Um, so thanks everybody for hanging out with us ping lost that'll be our call out for tonight make sure you go in there and I hope you guys have a pleasant adventure on your 25th anniversary of your adventures that's all for now have a good night everybody bye